0: This is the Whiskey Rebellion Podcast with your hosts Publius and Benevolus. Welcome back everyone to the Whiskey Rebellion Podcast. You have me, your host, Publius, uh, along with with once again benevolus here, what's going on, everybody? Um, once again, we're here to talk about anything and everything.
1: Oh, but, as always.
0: Oh, as <laughs> always. Uh, one thing we're going to touch on today—kind uh, of a more somber moment uh, in the past week—the passing of Rush Limbaugh after a long battle with cancer. Uh, we had our we had benevolus pay tribute to him on. Uh, thegastonpress.com with his post, The Golden Hour. Uh, I'll, I'll let Benevolous kind of go into this a little bit in depth, but I know he was a big influence on not only the Gaston Press, but you overall.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate that, uh, Publius. Um, yeah, Rush was, he was a lot to me. Um, grew up listening to him. Uh, I was always obsessed with politics, um, current affairs, things going on in the world. And Rush was definitely an outlet for me to experience that. Um, He spoke the truth. And he, you know, anybody that thinks that he was a conspiracy theorist hasn't ever listened to Rush Limbaugh. Um, He would say, "Okay, hold that thought because we have to confirm whether this report is true or not. Um, you know, so seeing the slander last week was well enjoyable. Like I said, in my post school hour, um, rush would have loved it, but it was, it was just, there was just so many things that were untrue. There's so many, uh, misconceptions that people have just because they're told by Hillary and Obama, um, to hate him, to, to, you know, bury him deep in the grave. Um, you know, it's, it's been tough. It, I, I, I've never teared up at a, um, I don't want to say celebrity, a political, mm-hmm. public figure. The public passing. figure. Yeah. yeah. But Rush was, I mean, I've wanted to do something like this, something like the Gaz and Press, something like, you know, Whiskey Rebellion since I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I always used to, I've always come up with stories in my head, imagination, and um, I used to think about, what if one day I was behind the golden microphone? You know that'd be pretty sweet. It's tough to put into words what what Rush meant. Um, there's definitely a hole, in it regardless of, and they'll they'll find somebody that can fill it in. Um, yep. There's great voices out there. Um, but if if Mister Bo Snurdly, Rush's longtime producer, overhears this, you know, hats off to you. Condolences to you. Um, Godspeed, Mister Limbaugh. You know the golden microphone. Mm-hmm might Be silent from Russia's voice, but it just means that we have to get started, we have to work yeah. harder, and, and it means it, that the Gaston's
0: more important now than ever, absolutely. And I mean, of course, uh, promoting the Gaston is great, but also, I mean, there were plenty of voices all throughout, I would, I would say, right wing kind of media, yeah, on Twitter and other social media that were just enamored with Rush. And I, I just going through your post again, I you can appreciate the fact that Rush didn't really care about the opinions of the elites, I guess I'll say. No, absolutely not. He was really a man of the people. I I, I guess I I can't remember, um, but he kind of paved the way for someone like Donald Trump to become president.
1: I'd I'd say he was one of probably the three biggest factors of helping Trump get elected. Um, Mm -hmm. Rush wouldn't have endorsed him unless he thought Trump was the real deal, um, -hmm. you know, through the hypocrisy of so many politicians and we see it now, especially right now. I mean, I saw the day that Marco Rubio said, Oh, we should send stimulus checks to anybody that has kids just because like, I'm not even talking about Corona. Like he's just saying, because, um, that's, that's insane. And, and, you know. Trump was not that kind of person because Rush, Rush, Rush is not that kind of person. Um,
0: wait, 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 sorry. Can you back that? You're saying Rubio was saying not even because of COVID, but uh, are you saying families should get stimulus? Is it, was he saying like every month or something or just like a one-time Every stimulus? month.
1: It was something like
0: 230.
1: Maybe I have the numbers flipped of maybe it was 320 um, that anybody who has kids per kid, per child, mm-hmm. they should get a stimulus check. Uh,
0: that's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that opens just a can of worms. I mean, you already have people that are messing with the welfare system, taking advantage of it. And I, I believe there are obviously people that truly need this system, but Absolutely. there are people that take advantage of it. And that, that's a what makes people. these people, oh yeah. But that's what makes these people uh, so anti the welfare system. Um, yeah, and this would just cause even more problems. I mean, people would just have kids just to get the extra money. That that yeah. would that would just be disastrous. Sorry, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, does it exist?
1: So think about this: about parents who I don't want to call it abandoned, but that's essentially what it is. You know, in low-income areas, they have seven, eight kids, don't really pay attention. I mean, that's a real right. thing. I yeah. Mean, do they get paid for all of those, or do they have to confirm that? the child's under their care. Well, now we're talking about even more government oversight because someone's going to have to come out and confirm that. Right. I mean, that's just lunacy. It's, mm-hmm. and, you know, to close out rush real quick. Um, it felt, it feels lost. It feels like, um, those of us who seek the truth, those of us who listen to everything we can, no matter who's saying it. Um, it feels like we've, we've lost a lot lately. And, um, <laughs> You know, as I ended my post, we didn't come, you know, to win battles. Uh, we came to win the war. And revolution is coming more and more um, uh-huh. every day. Yeah. And uh-huh. I think, you know, Rush definitely started a media revolution, a radio revolution. There's so many voices today. Um, when Glenn Beck goes, eventually, that will be, that day may crush me. Um, Glenn's probably my he- one of my heroes, but whew, it feels like we lost a lot. And... You know, we just gotta hang in there. You know, let COVID, whatever's whatever COVID is, run its course. Right. But yeah, yeah. So Rubio said, "Let's give everybody money." And Mitt Romney also is pro ten dollars minimum wage across the country.
0: Oh, oh, Mitt Romney. <laughs> he's the white Obama. He's he's like one of the original rhinos. Oh, I, th- I think, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no not really another way of putting it. Yeah, uh, I guess kind of to turn away from Rush, I, I wanted to pay our respects to him uh, to start this podcast, but um, absolutely, you had a fiery post, pun intended, <laughs> uh, talking about why we should burn the Confederate flag, and yeah. uh, you 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 touch on this in the post um, a lot of. I guess conservatives have kind of latched on to the Southern um, way of life. I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to say it in a way, not, not take away from it, but basically they've latched onto that way of life. And part of what came with that is the Confederate flag. And now it's just kind of synonymous with the Republican party in some ways, which is an issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I see, um, you know, they
1: keep playing fucking videos of the, the quote unquote insurrection, um, from what six seven weeks ago now, and every time I see a Confederate flag, I just it it doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know why? Why if, if that's what you want, go start your own fucking country. It's a to see again, you'll lose. Right, unless you get they, everybody
0: on board. Well, but they've I, already I don't want to be proven a once. No, absolutely not. They, they've already proven once that they can't win the war. <laughs> It, it, listen there's not more guns in the south
1: okay there's more guns in the midwest than <laughs> yeah, anywhere in the world you know I still love the Japanese quote um, from the one Japanese general during World War II that said you can't invade America because behind every blade of grass is an American with a gun I mean that's incredible
0: that's that's a great quote that's, that's a great yeah, that's place the truest be. thing I've heard yeah. especially going through going through the plains and, and then coming into the heart of the country really the Midwest
1: yeah, yeah but you know the Confederate flag is just and it's always represented racism there's no I, I understand that technically that wasn't the flag of the Confederacy but I it doesn't matter I mean it, it is what it is um, you know you'll get Bench peer out here, fuck your feelings, blah, blah, blah. But, but what doesn't a black person's feelings matter? Doesn't how they, you know, view a flag because of Mm -hmm. what it represents. Doesn't that matter? It it absolutely should. Yeah. Um, And, you know, when NASCAR banned it last year, that was really a, I was already kind of on board. That was really a turning point. I said, you know, it, it doesn't make sense that anybody flies it, un, un, unless they want to see, unless they want an actual insurrection. Not. Nah, <laughs> so we don't need to talk about the Lincoln
0: Project. We talked about that enough last week. Fuck that. Yeah, they're they're on the they're on the out They're on the out <laughs> You know, I was just thinking about, um, basically, you were talking about the how shouldn't it matter how black people feel, and and you know, you hear the argument a lot that it's. It's, it, it's nothing about that. It's about heritage. Oh. And I, that argument does not hold water with me.
1: You know you know, you know, know what sums it all up? Okay, so you've got all these states. We're proud of our state flag. Mm-hmm. You've got all these states that have their own state flags. But for some reason, all these motherfuckers cling to old Dixie and old heritage, and they want to fly... The you know KKK and it's just what? like college football. It's it's Explain. SEC. Explain. okay. They, they're they're all like oh we're the SEC.
0: Well who
1: gives a fuck? Alabama is the SEC. You know right? Like right. What, what what are you holding <laughs> on to here? You know yeah. Where, where we're from, you're your team. You're not your conference and yeah. That is that's that's. that's I feel like you've got something to say here.
0: Well, I just kind of. <laughs> we could get into college football, but really, <laughs> um, just kind of thinking out loud, you know, I just said the argument about uh, it's your heritage doesn't really hold water. Well, you know, some people would say, like uh, African Americans nowadays, they, they still talk about slavery, even though True. it was 150, 150 years ago. Is that about right? Yeah. Uh, a little over. Slavery, yes. But yeah. I mean, beyond that, um, there's still something to talk about. Um, so 150 years, and people say, well, it was 150 years ago. Why are you still talking about it? But same thing could be said about the Confederacy. Yeah. That that yeah. flag was, hasn't been flown in 150 years. Why are you still latching on to that?
1: Yeah, I mean, why was South Carolina still flying out up until, what, right.
0: 2016, 2017? Wasn't it? Mississippi? Is that <laughs> right this year? They just I don't I think it might still be flying, actually. I think they're yeah. in the process of changing it. Well so Mississippi has it in um, their state flag. It's like part of the right. one
1: of the quadrants. Well they just ratified the thirteenth Amendment, what, five years ago or something? Really? <laughs> yeah, they forgot about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's quite something to forget about.
1: You ain't kidding. But look, all these Indian cons out there. You know, and I, I encourage you, if you're curious, you know, not to self promote, but seriously, go go read um, why we should burn the Confederate flag on the and Press. Um, yeah, a lot of thought, a lot of conversations gone into that. And the reason I wrote it was because it, it was a good time to write it. Um, one to represent that we're we're not you know <laughs> we're not crazy right wingers. We're 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 men of freedom. That's it. That's that's exactly it. That's, and, yeah. And, and you know, reach across the aisle. Um, the way the way the left portrays the Confederate flag, the way that they attack it, I don't agree. Um, but that's, I mean, that's politics at this point. And you know, offside with my good friend AOC when it comes to the Confederate flag. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, you, you, uh, towards the end of your post, you sum it up great um, talking about why you shouldn't burn the Confederate flag. Um, that's right. You basically say, you know what. You, you can fly it, but just remember that everyone else has the right to, basically, I don't want to say be offended by it, but uh, there's a right like to it, judge but, you. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, uh, blacks have every right to ignore your home, your business, or you on the merit of the company you've chosen to keep. Um, I think that's a great point. Yeah, you know, there was a
1: former quarterback, um, college quarterback, that he said, you know, I, I think you should fly it. And, and he was black or he is black. He's not Mm there. Um, he said, you know, go ahead if that's what you want to do, but but if you're flying outside your business or I see flying outside your house and I know what your business is, I'm I'm not going to come in and that's my choice. And that's exactly right. You know, I, I don't think you have the right to be offended. I think you have the right to pass judgment and the right to make your own decisions. Um, as far as, you know, flying above the state capital, I 100% agree. Take that shit down. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But I agree. Um, you know, I still own one from before I really jumped on this train. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll probably never pull it out. I'll keep it hidden. But I have every right to own it. You know, yeah. if, if they try to ban it, um, they're out of their minds. And, and they will. I mean, at some point
0: it will be. No, you can't buy it anymore. I think there's a lot of things they're going to try and start really cutting back on now. Oh, yeah. But just just to continue on this kind of conversation about race in the United States, uh, did you see everything with Coca-Cola this past week?
1: Yeah, I want to hear your take. I I have a take. I'm curious for your take.
0: So the whole uh, uh, try to be less white, I I guess I kind of have mixed emotions you could say about it. Mm. Um, I, I do believe that there's, some people are calling it reverse racism. Um, sometimes I think being a white male, you're, you're kind of, you have a target on your back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't say your life is tough, but you just have a target on your back when it comes to things. And for them, I just try to be less white. Just, I don't, I don't know how you could <laughs> do that. Yeah. Um, I I don't necessarily agree with it. We can talk about diversity. I'm all for if you want to have a more diverse workplace, but it's almost just trying to silence anyone that's white to me, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A company should not be doing something like this. I mean, this should be, I don't know how you present this. A company should not be saying, hey, this is how you be less white. What the fuck does that even mean? Like I don't I don't I don't know how to be less white, um personally, but I don't I don't know how to tell anybody else to be less white. I think what they were trying to say was let be aware of racial sensitivity. Like we talked about last yeah. week. Trump is not a racist, mm-hmm. but he has no racial awareness. <laughs> right. We right. are not racist and we also have fairly developed racial awareness that i would say until you leave you know your home and go to college you 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 don't necessarily have if you grew up in a white community um Mm -hmm. that's that's fine that's part of that's part of what it makes america america but to poke when they go out and do stuff like this this is one of those things that you know i'll silently agree with but on the outside Mm -hmm. i'll say fuck the system
0: let's take (laughs) it down Right.
1: Like, I'm like, don't, don't come out here and tell me to be less white.
0: Right. Well, I, I'm looking at... I just looked up the uh, CEO of Coca-Cola, James See Quincy. White. He is a British businessman. Oh, he's white as he, fuck. You can't get any more white than that. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, he might not have been directly involved with this campaign, but you can't... I, I don't know. No, um, that's white. Do you... I'm wondering if they're trying to maybe talk about white privilege. I kind of want to get your thoughts on Mm -hmm. the term white privilege. Uh, Yeah, this will
1: probably have to be a whole episode down the road.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, we've talked about that before. If we both acknowledge there is white privilege is real to a point. I agree. I can't just walk into a Fortune 500 company handed my resume and they say, you know what, you're white, let's hire him. And that's, right. that's, that's what they make you think that white
0: privilege is. Right. To, to me, I guess it's, I'm, I'll try not to stay too long onto this topic, but to me, and I think it's what is originally intended, I guess, is that, you know, I, I grew up with more abilities within my reach, if that yep. makes sense, more opportunity. Yeah. Um, not necessarily down the road. I don't know that it, I, that it really makes as much of a difference, but, um, you know, getting getting a good education, getting to college, I, I think I had a better opportunity being, be, being white where I'm from.
1: Yeah. And this goes, you know, this goes back to the plantation that, you know, Kanye and Candace Owens have talked about the last few years. Where? do the majority of black people live in this country? In inner city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do the white people live? The suburbs. Yep. Which one's more on top of the other? Inner city. Which one is, therefore, going to have more control from the government? Inner city. I mean, it just goes back to, you know what? We're going to free the slaves. Actually, you know what? We're going to wait 100 years, kill them kill MLK. Mm-hmm. And you know, out Malcolm X as a crazy ass Black Panther. Which, by the way, like I said last
0: week, Black Panthers, show me some love. I'm, <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> I, I, I saw something about Malcolm X's family this week. They, I, I, I don't want to par. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but uh, their family saw something that there was just a letter from from the police and the FBI saying, basically showing their intent Mm -hmm. uh, to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. I forget what year that was. I think I saw it in 1965, but. That sounds about right. um, And of course, I, I have, I'm trying to learn a little more as I go. I was looking at presidents and of course in 1965 was the infamous president, LBJ.
1: Oh man. I'd love to quote what he said, but I can't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we're too young of a podcast. Uh, yeah, if you're curious, just look up LBJ, Black Voting Rights on Google or anywhere you'll 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 find what 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 we're talking about.
0: And I guess that kind of ties in, you know, talking about how um, black people are really from the inner city, which is really under more government control, which is typically democratic.
1: Correct. It's no, not, not, I would not say typically. I no. would say always.
0: <laughs> I was trying to be fair, but no. yes, always. <laughs> yeah, always. And it, you can, I, I think that's like what Kanye and Candace Owens were kind of touching on, yeah. basically, is you, you they, they only want your vote. That's all, that's all, that's all uh, Democrats see an African American as is a vote. Yeah, and look, you can vote Democrat and not think this way, but
1: the way the Democratic Party is moving, and this is why there's a difference between Democrats and leftists, just like there's a difference between – there's a big difference between Republicans and Libertarians and then a big difference between Republicans, a massive difference between Republicans and who the hell we are. Um, (laughs) I mean, we've we've gone full – Anarchist at this point, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is great. I'm, I'm all for it. um But to think that there isn't some play, some type of you know idea that the Democrats have of how to continually take over a country, they they think I'm going to talk like a Democrat for a second. Actually, a, a leftist. I know what's best for you, people. Listen. I'm educated. Okay. I went to school. Oh, yeah. You know, I grew up with money, with not a lot of money, but money because I'm white. Okay. I went to school. I have experience and I got into politics because I want to help people like you become like me because everybody should want to be like me. That's it. That's why. The, that's the sales pitch.
0: What, what, what makes you so special?
1: What makes me special? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate here.
1: Playing devil's okay, okay. You want to know what makes me special? It's how hard I worked at college. It's how hard I worked to maintain my social, to maintain my, my my social life, maintain my family life, maintain my you know free time. I need my me time, you know, all the time. I need my work life balance. I need to work less. Forty hours is just way too much, you know. They make me work past five o'clock sometimes. And that's just not right. Nobody should have to do that. Nobody should want to do that. You should want to be with your family. You should want to be with your friends. You should want to be educating yourself. <laughs> and because I know what's best, because I've lived it, I'm living it right now, everybody should Everybody should do that. Everybody should get the chance to do that. So I'm going to make sure you do. That's it. That's it. That's the sales pitch. If for some reason you sold me, it sounds, if you don't listen close enough, it sounds like sign me up. Yeah, but then you start thinking, wait, why would I want to be like you? Right. I don't want to be like you. I want to be like me. Mm-hmm. And think about think about elementary schools. Think about high schools. It's all, oh well, you need to get the best grades. Well, but I'm not, I'm not a studious person. Like I don't like school. I don't mm-hmm. find any of this interesting. I get. It. And don't get me started. I think everybody should have to do fucking algebra too. I think everybody should have to do chemistry. These things round you out, and you don't realize it right. in the real world, mm-hmm. but they do. They, they, they yes. really do. If if you can understand the premise of a subject, you can understand a lot of things. Should sure, they teach a different sure, but that's for another time. But to say that these leftists, like like AOC, like Hillary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like Biden, old racist Joe. We should want to be like them. We're wrong. Nothing in not the world to be would like make them. me want to be like Joe Biden. Joe or Kamala? My bad. How did I say we were going to say it? Kamala.
0: Kamala. I, I can't remember. It's probably going to change every episode. I mean, we might as well just get that out of the way now. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that's that's the plantation. And it's not just a plantation. It's easy because they keep, the leftists keep minorities in a worse place. And it makes it easy to say, you know what? These people, they want me to be like them. Like, I want to be like them. I want to be like Bill Gates. I want to be a billionaire. But do you? Do you really? I mean, sure, who doesn't want to be rich? But... I don't want I, I personally don't want to. I don't want my kids to grow up as fucks. You know, that's my greatest fear. <laughs> that's my greatest fear. I tell my wife all the time. <laughs> There's like, a different way to say <laughs> that, but I totally agree with you. But I'm like I'm like, I don't I hope we're not rich. Like if we have money, our kids are never gonna know because right. I don't want them to be like I'm I'm the son of benevolence. Like you should bow down to me. No, I will <laughs> bend them over and beat their ass. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. Oh, man. I don't know if we're going to keep that one in there. Um, (laughs) uh, I saw something today. I think it was today about West Virginia kind of removing anything teaching, talking about critical race theory from education. Now, we don't have to talk talk about this too long. I'm, I'm trying to myself... To learn more about critical race theory, I don't know how much you know about this. What the hell
1: is critical race
0: theory? Pull, pull it up. P-
1: pull I hope this I, article you found.
0: Because, well, the I, I I saw I think it was Matt Walsh or someone else that tweeted this, and then I just kind of started looking into critical race theory, and I'm pulling up. I just pulled up the Wikipedia page on this. Perfect. So, the the, the first sentence is critical. Critical race theory is a framework in jur. Ger- Jurisprudence that examines society and culture as they relate to categorizations of race, law, and power in the United States. It began as a movement in American law schools, yada, yada, yada. Uh, It it is loosely unified by two common themes. First, that white supremacy exists and exhibits power maintained over time, and in particular, the laws play a role in the process. And second, that transforming the relationship between law and racial power as well as achieving racial emancipation and anti-subordination are possible. So I, I, from my basic understanding, I want to emphasize that this is very basic and I just kind of wanted to touch on this. It seems like basically the belief that the laws in America are basically in themselves racist and they're, they're set up for the whites to uh, succeed and for minorities to just fall behind (laughs) what do you think about that nowadays i don't think this is the case
1: um but think about ignore the fact that you know 13th amendment exists civil rights act exists so we've always been one for one one man one woman etc think about the laws that are put into place On the daily what do you think about that you know i mean i'm talking about like things like common core
0: things like the affordable care act but is is are things like that are they inherently racist or is it because of the uh, is it just because of the social divide or is it is it is it a racial thing or is it a class thing i think it's a class thing that that's that's kind of what i think You know, we could, but they're going to make us think it's race, right? Um, One thing I was thinking of is like marijuana uh, Mm -hmm. legalization. It, it, I don't, I don't know all the statistics, but it seems like, at least from what you hear in the media, it's always it seems like it's always the blacks that are incarcerated because of this, and the young uh, rich white kids just kind of get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Well, I think yes. I agree.
1: I mean, you could generally say this goes back to what we were just talking about a couple minutes ago. Black young black kids, are, or or other minorities for that matter, mm-hmm. are going to join into the drug trade on more than just a you know a joint by joint basis. They're going to start dealing with bricks and shit, mm-hmm. and because there's not money, because they're one paying taxes, two, the left just wants to keep it down. And to go in and say white kids get away with everything is, generally speaking, pretty true. But think about where the white people live again. They live in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. The suburb, it, it's different. It's, well, you know, they're 17, they're 18, 19. They're just kids. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and generally speaking, those kids are not dealing in mass quantities. Now, right. Right. I'm off for the record, I am 100% on board with legalizing everything. I think everything? I don't think there's this another one. Yeah, I think everything should be legal.
0: Are you talking like Schedule One everything? Or everything.
1: Okay. Because if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Why should yeah. it be illegal? Now, if you're transporting it, if you're doing it illegally, then yes, you go to prison, or you pay the consequences. I'm, I'm a little no. more radical. Than just are person. you are you talking? I mean, just doing it or dealing it? I think I'm talking about dealing. It okay. is, is is where I draw the line. Okay, you know there needs to be. Well, it has to come somewhere. Yeah, there needs to ironically be regulation. Shoot me for saying that. <laughs> uh, but as far as possessing it, because you're going to do it, what well, I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean marijuana is generally speaking not like that anymore. Thank God. Um, yeah, but but it used to be. They throw you in. They 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 lock you up, not for months, but a night. That makes no right. sense.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, ag- I agree with you. Um, I don't know about necessarily everything, but where do we draw the line? I that's tough. I guess. I I don't, I don't know if things like, you know, uh, heroin, fentanyl. I mean, there there are dangers that come along with it. And of course, something like that would definitely be illegal. I mean, if you're placing something, if it's not exactly what the end user thinks they're paying for, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it would be tough to draw the line and I see where your where your thinking comes in.
1: Well, think about this though. There, are, I don't know what fentanyl is. Heroin is an opioid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I hurt my back, what are they prescribing to me? Opioids, but that aren't heroin. <laughs> But, but, but how yeah. many people get addicted? Yeah. I took, I took, I want to say it was oxycodone for like three days and I threw it away. because so I, I was like, okay, this shit is awesome. And like, I don't want it to get hooked.
0: Yeah. I've never, I've, I think I got Vicodin when I got my wisdom teeth pulled and hmm. that's about the extent of my experience with those. Yeah so it wasn't really something i could say oh let me get more of that i don't know that's i'd be curious to hear
1: uh, justinian's take on it i know rex Cruz's take on it so um...
0: <laughs> yeah i'd be i'd be interested to get justinian on here maybe in the next few
1: yeah absolutely. On and get him
0: talking let his voice be heard by the rest of the people absolutely he brings
1: such a he thinks about every He already thinks ahead four steps. Mm -hmm. I think about the other side of things. He thinks ahead four steps.
0: I mean, he's bright. But between the two of you, I think I can gain a lot of knowledge. Absolutely. It's it's all because of Rush, again, all the way
1: back to the beginning. Bring it back to the beginning. Yeah, Rush, I mean, you talk about educating. You talk about theorizing opening eyes i think the biggest thing that i wish people who hate him would understand Mm -hmm. is that we're all generally speaking on the same side they're just tearing us apart
0: Yeah, yeah i think that's a that's a big point and people don't realize it uh you know i forget uh what this was in relation to i remember seeing a picture of some some black men and a white guy outside a gas station and I don't remember if it was you or someone else who tweeted like this is what this is what they fear the most absolutely like the unification I, I can't remember what that was in relation to but basically, it's,
1: it's it's like uh, the cartoon you know I got your back and mm-hmm. the one guy's got a confederate flag hat the other one you know has gang tattoos like one's white one's black you can probably guess which one's which and um the classification, mm-hmm. the elitism, yeah. you know, Ben Carson was on Glenn Beck yesterday, and he said, you know I got to DC. I was one of Trump's only people that lasted all four years in the cabinet, which mm-hmm. which is pretty rare for every president really. Uh, Trump's was a little more volatile than usual. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, I got in there. I got to DC and it's the swamp is deeper than you'll ever imagine. And that's how do we bring everybody to see it? I don't know how we bring everybody to see it. That's where we need the Gazes and press. That's where we need 1794 studios, whiskey rebellion, you know, all our followers, mm-hmm. future followers, you know, we're, we're, we're not shit right now, but the day that we get a little bit of traction I just hope people listen and say, you know, this makes sense.
0: Right. I I don't think we
1: have the answers.
0: I No. I don't I don't Someone does. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta listen to everyone out there for the most part.
1: Yeah, listen. Publius is one of the smartest people I know. I am probably one of the craziest people I know. I know people way smarter than me. They don't have the answers. And maybe the answers aren't here yet. Mhm. You know, maybe We don't get the answers. Maybe there isn't an answer, but I'll tell you what, the way everything is right now is not, I can tell you what, it is not the answer.
0: I wholeheartedly agree with that sentiment. Good. So I I think there were a few other things I wanted to touch on, but I think with the time, I think it'd be best to save these for another day. Always. There's always another day. It's always the darkest just before the dawn. Yeah.
1: The, this is the slogan of the Gaston Press. Hey, so follow us, spread the word. Mm-hmm. You know, read our read our posts. We appreciate anybody else listening. Um, benevolus signing off. Buy your guns, buy ammo, buy crypto. Remember, fuck
0: the system. Fuck the system. Make <laughs> Gaston forever.